Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Horror Film Lovers. I am one of your hosts, Sarah Adkins, and I got my other host over here. Say hi, Jonathan. Hi, I'm Jonathan Moody, and I'm here <laughs> to, you know, have a good time talking yeah. about this movie. We are here to talk about one of my picks for uh, this this time. Uh, I picked Cabin in the Woods, uh, so that is what we're about to like fan fanboy on right now is uh, how much we love Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. So first of all, you can't. This is podcast, so you can't see behind me, but I've got the Little Merman <laughs> behind me, which was awesome. Uh, we'll talk about that. But I also wanted to showcase. This is what I watched it on which is oh. three uh there's three movies on there and uh one other one that we're going to plan to do at some point called the possession i love that movie um and sinister is pretty good too but yeah so you know. you're able to find a cool blu-ray like three pack like feature film thing yeah i forgot where i found it it was probably i probably found it at uh second and charles or something you know yeah yeah but i was just like you know, it's got all three of these movies that can't, you know, and I love Cabin in the Woods. Like, and yeah. the beauty of it all is, uh, everybody, it's all three of those movies, but they're in, you know, individual discs, you know. Okay, so they like, each got their own disc. Yeah, so it's not like one disc and three movies or something. Like, sometimes they do. It's yeah. annoying, but it well, were that- a double disc or something, yeah. you know. Well, that looks like a pretty cool find then. So if you want it on Blu-ray, be aware that there's this three-pack out there where you exactly. can get a pretty good uh, selection. Yeah, I like Sinister. I like Possession. So, And I like this yeah. one. So we had quite a few uh, people who starred in this movie that uh, are, are well-known, um, mainly Chris Hemsworth, uh, you know, before the big Thor franchise. Well, you know, it's <laughs> funny. This was actually made before Thor. That's like shot before Thor, but uh, didn't get released till after Thor. Was the know? first Thor technically before this? Because this this was like made in like 2011, put out in like April 2012. Right, and I think the first Thor came out in 2011. 11, so about the same time, man. He started filming both of these. Well, I think he filmed no, he filmed this one first, and then he did Thor, and like that became his thing where he was barely yeah. doing anything else other than oh, sure. Thor because they get you in like a contract at Marvel right. where you play like well, you do it a well, bunch then of I'm times. glad that he was able to do this movie before getting sucked into that universe. Yeah. Uh. Well, Joss Whedon, <laughs> who's uh, the co-writer of this, is, mm-hmm. uh, also got sucked into the Marvel yeah. you know, cinematic <laughs> universe uh, directing uh chris hemsworth in the uh the avenger movies but avengers one and two yeah because so. uh i like i liked his character kurt in this you know like uh like he he was a fun character um and you know the other uh main kids like i looked them up uh and i didn't really recognize a whole lot what they were in i did notice that you know the stoner guy uh fran uh, and Franz, I guess he was in the village, and that was the only thing I recognized. Uh, well, um, you never watched Buffy, right? Or Angel, not really, no, or any of those uh, things. And so, Joss Whedon worked with Fran a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think he did like Dollhouse with um, Eliza Dushku and stuff. I think those kind of things, and then uh, he always wants to keep putting all these guys. So, there's Fran Kranz who plays the stoner, and he's just amazing, mm-hmm. love him. And then there's uh, um, Amy Acker, who is the 
she was the she was one of the people in the facility but she was like i think her name was lynn in it okay. and everything and she was really sweet like her character but like she always sort of plays a sweet character i'd love to see her play like a mean nasty character someday <laughs> you know just to uh, switch it up but no I, I absolutely adore her she was she was in uh buffy for the or angel for the longest time and uh paul paul loves angel like that's his but angel and buffy are his are his jam so he loves amy acker i think she's the sweetest you know cutie pie ever yeah i was you know? wondering if this movie would have a few um actors in it that might be you know like callback references to some older stuff because this movie is one of those where they're kind of like referencing a lot of old, other horror movies and having easter eggs and stuff like that and and callbacks because it's supposed to be like you know kind of like a horror comedy thriller about your uh you know stereotypical like comedy movie where they go to a house in the woods and all these things have to happen just like they normally do do you know in order to appease the gods you know well it's funny <laughs> okay so i want to talk about that because i think that's the it it is really an interesting idea like i mean mm -hmm. the I mean, you, uh, when you get into like the whole thing, which we will get into, but uh, the beginning idea of them being at the cabin and basically, I guess the, uh, what is it? The, the thing, uh, the the door blows open, uh, yeah. cellar door blows like, open. They yeah. go down to the cellar and yeah, and they go down to the cellar and she reads the diary, you know, which unleashes right. the 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 zombie family torture family yeah uh but uh it was interesting because i think the idea was they had all these different ways that yep. it could happen because they were all taking bets on which one that they would they would do like yeah. but there was like no way they were there was no yeah, way they were not taking the aspect of having the business side behind it where they're all watching them like like queuing things up and taking bets on okay well whatever artifact they pick is what monster kills them you know and they have all these monsters ready to be released was actually a really cool idea well right yeah yes yeah. So there's all these different potential releases so mm -hmm. um it would have been cool like i mean it, it costs so much money to do this but it would have been cool if they did uh something else like you know each time they had an alternate way like if you watch the dvd you could pick a right. different uh <laughs> like a choose your own adventure almost. choose your own adventure like yeah, yeah so you choose which monster that would have been cool. except i mean that way more expensive than because right. i believe this movie was sort of low budget for hollywood standards because they i don't think they had like because lionsgate uh, put it out but i don't think anybody i was, read the budget and it looked like they said the budget was like 30 million dollars or something like that and it's actually like pretty 70. good i mean yeah which i i read a little uh, um trivia fact on the imbd i don't know if you saw it but that uh it said that that um thermos bong that he made was an actual working bong and the prototype cost him five thousand dollars to do yep <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like CGI or anything. That was a real, no, real it, thing. Like, yeah, they actually made that thing and spent a lot of money to do it. I was wondering. I mean, uh, like, I guess they can't market that ever because, 
you know, it would cost too much. You know, right. like if they, if they cost them five thousand to make, they would yeah, need prototypes. Prototypes are expensive. I'm sure after the prototype, they could make a cheap, cheaper version of it. But that's just it was just hilarious to read that they spent five thousand dollars on that prototype uh, just for was, that scene. That <laughs> was one was, of my favorite cool. bits. You know, it was just like because I totally forgot about it. And I'm like, wait, what's he doing? He's fucking right. You know, and shrinking his. And the fact that he's such a stoner saved him in the end because they were saying that he was immune to some shit because of what he was smoking. You know, made it to where he he wasn't as foggy headed as the rest of them. He actually saw through their bullshit. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm wondering because I guess that they had, and and I I, I want to hear your thoughts on this because sure. it was an interesting concept the idea of like the government or some kind of thing basically you know, yeah puppeteering uh these people into doing this and they only need one right because they have all these different countries and everybody right. doing Every it country's and, attempting and only one of them needs to be successful in order for the human race to keep going yeah and then everybody else failed even japan which they can even <laughs> kill nine-year-olds yeah how hard is it to kill a nine-year-old? <laughs> right. I thought that was great. And uh, so they can, so they're like, oh, well, leave it up to the USA to, to right, fuck it up. USA. Yeah. So, but it doesn't, you know, it didn't, it didn't work <laughs> out that way. Um, and, but the thing is like, so they needed five different people, right? So they right. needed, and all of them are like stereotypical cliche characters in these horror (laughs) films which i think is fucking amazing right i think that was part of the genius behind it right because you know usually you watch these movies and they have it and you're like oh man it's it's the it's the whore it's the um the fool the jock the the and the virgin (laughs) exactly all of them and then um the scholar like athlete 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 uh, the scholar was going to be Holden, um, which is played by Jesse Williams. Oh, yes, that's right. The scholar was which, Jesse. Which he had a character which I kind of kept forgetting about because I, I feel like his character was really quiet. And, you know, and that was Dana's little love interest for a part of it because they were making out on the couch and stuff. And he was a nice guy. When he saw the reversible mirror, he stopped, switched rooms with her, you know. And, uh, but he didn't have a very memorable, like, character to me. He was just kind of like the the hunky, smart guy who was just kind of, mm-hmm. not you know, there. Right, which... Well, we'll get into, I think, a little bit more of his stuff. But so they have all the five stereotypical characters. But um, how did they get them all to decide to go to the cabin? Like what? Like, I don't understand. Like, maybe you've seen it more than once. So you might know this answer. they They were trying to influence their decisions. So basically, Kurt said that his cousin had bought this place and invited them all to go out there and have this adventure. So somehow, somehow they, uh, they made all that happen because even in the end, he's like, um, uh, Marty was like, I don't think Kurt even has a cousin. So they did really good convincing us to come out there and playing their game, you know? So he didn't have a cousin. So that's who was, then who was Kurt talking to? I don't know if was he actually did he actually have conversations with his with his supposedly cousin or was he just like hey my cousin has this cabin he's gonna let us go stay at like did his cousin just send him a letter and say hey I have a cabin for you 
I mean, I don't know. Like releasing all these these chemicals too, though, to because even uh even Marty was like, "Hey, Kurt, Kurt's acting like a dumb jock and calling us names. Like he doesn't act like this. This isn't his character." So, and there were all those um gases coming through to make them. All of a sudden, he got a whiff and his and his it's almost like mind altering that changes personality. So they definitely altered with them to make yeah, them that's true. go along. And that's why that, um, that new hire was like, isn't that cheating? <laughs> well, we kind of have to, you know, we have to push them a little bit. Right. There was that. And there was also like, remember like uh, the first minute we meet the, the, uh, the horror character uh, who I love. Uh, I love her. I, I was so sad she died first, but she had to. <laughs> that was what they said, you know. Yes. And uh, Jules, right? Her name was yes, Jules. Jules. And so she's behind the main girl, and the main girl turns around and sees her for the first time. She's blonde, which must right. have been also another thing of like the girl, right. uh, them doing that because they said that they were happy that she was blonde like she had to be the blonde bimbo like right and one of, of um, one of the females in the office did mention um something about her hair dye and um putting something in it that seeps through into her her body chemistry mm-hmm. yeah so and then yeah so they do all these different things mm-hmm. like they release all these gases and they have like the pheromones thing so they have you know so they're gonna have sex they have to show their you know but right here's the other thing is it said that people were watching that this was like being like i guess this was a televised event or something well i don't think it was really televised it was just the people in the office had to watch it all to make sure it went down i don't think that was it because they did mention uh that there was there they have there wasn't people there was there were people watching so they had to keep it going like there was something and i think i think this was sort of uh televised somewhere or something i I know that the other countries all were watching each other uh so i know that was an aspect too of well the other countries are watching this. maybe that's it so i think that was it because they when you know they were watching japan and all the other countries they had all their tv set up that were like fail blah Mm -hmm. blah blah so they all were watching each other, you know, and uh, I think there was, wasn't there a higher up level that was like the big bosses that were watching as well? Yeah, um, so like uh, Sigourney Weaver, who we see later. The mass pop, pop, you know, populace, but more to the people who were involved. Well, we see Sigourney Weaver later, you know, and she was definitely watching and she was, uh, she was even on an intercom at one point trying to mm-hmm. tell them, you know, to just die, you know, like at this rate and then she had to step in and try to do you know because everybody else was but we'll get to that i guess um so yeah um i mean there were there were some great scenes there was um there was some stuff i really really liked i uh i i my favorite lines in the movie were that and uh, can you explain to me who mordecai is who was that guy Uh, the the guy was on the phone and was like or my on speakerphone. That was the best line. Like that was oh, the, most the gas best. station guy. Was he the gas station guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He, he, he was part of it. He basically had to be the eerie. You know, you got to have that creepy, eerie gas station guy in a horror movie. So he was that key guy who was basically had to be creepy enough to be like, you probably don't want to go up there. You'll die. To kind of give them the choice, you know, to set it in pat in motion of like, hey, then why did he call <laughs> the people? To check in and just be like, hey, they're on their way up there. 
Like they, but, they're doing it, like they're on their way up there, and then give them that that speech, you know, about the whole like this has to happen for the human, you know, it, that was hilarious. Yeah, it was, but I was just like, because I totally was like thrown off, going, wait, why is he telling them all these things? Like, why is he, you know, who is this? Serious and, and and I guess uh, philosophical about it, you you know, but uh, but the yeah, gas station no, scene was hilarious too. Yeah, I just have, laughed my ass off. That. <laughs> they're gonna build a railroad through here <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite bit is just uh, uh you know he's he's you know he's like saying the war is like which war is like don't you sass me boy you know <laughs> and shit like that and yeah i will you know you know which war you know and i'm like i don't know which war i can't tell which you- war you were in you got to have that creepy gas station guy who's like, oh, I don't want to go down that road. You know, you got to have that guy. Right. But he wasn't telling them that he wasn't warning them not to go, which was normal. You know, the normal thing of like, don't, you know, oh, don't go down that. You know, right. Yeah. He didn't do that. He was literally just being a dick, <laughs> you know, to them, you know, and stuff and like spitting at them with his. Uh, yeah. His tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was funny. I liked him, but and then like they get to the cabin, and I mean it's you know it's completely like a very much a a typical Evil Dead. Evil Dead, yeah. You get that Evil Dead throwback with the the cabin fever, you know. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I like how the they have that aspect of like throwing back to your typical horror movies, you know, of like, here's a creepy guy at the gas station, here's the cabin that's in the creepy woods, you know, and then um, they're all jumping the lake, they're all having right. fun, but they have no yeah, idea what's in store. Your stereotypical uh, moments, you know, right? They're in the they're in the water in the lake, but they have no idea what's in store for them, you know. Right. I love that. Like, I had a fun time, just you know, like. Honestly, I mean, they did such a good job. Just um, so, so here's here's my thing. Um, you watch a lot of these movies because you and I have seen probably a ton of these. They go to the cabin, then mm-hmm. something happens, mm-hmm. something gets brought back. They all die, you know, one yeah. by one or whatever. Yeah. Um, and there's five people. That's the typical trope. You know, Evil Dead had five people. Cabin Fever had five people. It's usually two couples and uh, one right. extra, like, uh, kind of hanger on. And you, you know? gotta have the virgin and, the, and you know, the shy one. Yeah, like the uh, the shy. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's Cabin Fever right there. Because <laughs> there's, the, there's the virgin. I, well, I mean, I don't know if she was a virgin. I don't think she was a virgin, but they, there was the Jordan Jordan uh, Lads character was very, you know. Yeah, you know, have your slutty one, and you're like more shy, mousy one. You know. Yeah, and then you get the shy guy, and the you know, or whatever, the, like the, then you get your stoner guy, you know, the party guy, John, James DeBello's character in Cabin <laughs> Fever. So it, it like you know, and so this movie had that stuff, but mm-hmm. I think. You know, the thing is, I think Charles Whedon and Drew Goddard were like watching Evil Dead and Cabin Fever and all that. And we're like, we can make a better movie, you know, <laughs> like and they did. I yeah. hate to say it. Like, I love Evil Dead. And yeah. I probably will say that's like my favorite horror film of all time because it's a horror film. This would probably right. be up there as one of my favorite com- horror comedies, one yeah. of them. 
because... I like the aspect where they showed all the creatures in their little elevator boxes, you know, like the werewolf and the ballerina with the many teeth. And, and there was a family with masks that kind of looked like maybe the strangers or something like that. And then you have the guy with the, the round puzzle box that looks almost like a Cenobite, you know, mm-hmm. like there were a lot of horror movie callbacks and there are a giant Cobra apparently. Well, and, well the ballerina and the ballerina with the many teeth uh-huh. and stuff. I've seen somebody dress up like that at uh, horror conventions. Okay, I'm always that's shocked. Cool. Yeah. You know, but I never, I forgot where that came from. So I never thought like, yeah. You and know, even the, the merman, you know, you have a picture behind you. I totally, when I first watched this, didn't expect the merman to have a face, like an actual like fish. Like yeah. he's almost got an angler fish face and teeth on like a merman's body is pretty weird. Well, and that's just the, the, also where the horror comedy comes into it because you know you got hadley who's like i just want it to be the mermaid i think it'd be cooler with the mermaid and then how does he go out in the end oh shit you gotta be shitting me the fucking mermaid bites him and eats him yep exactly he dies via merman right which which i uh, thought was pretty ironic uh, Hadley was played by uh, Bradley uh, Whitford, which is also in The Handmaid's Tale and all sorts of stuff. Uh, um, he was in Billy Madison. He's in so I much stuff. Fucking I fucking love him in that Billy Madison. One I of my think, favorite characters. Um, him and uh, Sitterson, which was Richard uh, Jenkins, who's also in Step Brothers in the new Dahmer series. Those two, I think, were like the top build actors almost in this because, you know, Chris Hemworth's was just getting started with you know all his shit but those two guys when you see them together you're just like yes these guys like we see these guys and all this stuff and and they're actors and i think they couldn't have picked a better better two older dudes to be in that role you know they really made the movie which is really funny because i was just watching dahmer you know on netflix yeah, I haven't and, started stuff, it yet. And, <laughs> and richard jenkins is in it yeah so, he's, the, he's the dad right um and the only reason why I know that was before looking up this is because, you know, he was a dad of stepbrothers and I keep seeing all these quit having this man raise children. <laughs> <laughs> all those memes. Yeah. Those, those but, uh, are fun. That is a series I'm going to start soon once I'm done with uh, another series I'm watching. Um, and we won't get into that series because it's new. We don't want to spoil stuff like that. But I do think that like he's been in, those two actors have been in so much and they're still in so much. And it was just a pleasure to see them in this role. Because like I said, them and Chris Hem- uh, Hemsworth were the three that I recognized. Uh, everybody else, it's like they were familiar looking, but I, I just couldn't, couldn't re- be like, oh, I know them from this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I uh well, I'm Weaver, of course. Which I love how she's in these horror movies as this like this she's always that boss in the end and this voice on the intercom and she's always the one who's like, Oh, don't piss off the people upstairs. It's always Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> right. It's, it's like awesome. who can we get at the last minute who would be the perfect like director for this whole thing? Right. Yeah, it gets Sigourney Weaver. Um yeah, she's she was wonderful. Um Sadly, I like I was looking at IMDb and I saw Sigourney mm-hmm. Weaver, but I, you know, on the, but she's not on the IMDb like up in the front, you know, oh, and I'm stuff. Sure. Um, it was a small role, but it was well, it was a small role, but also it was like, you know, um, they don't want to give it away probably, so they don't oh, have I'm it sure up in the don't. front, yeah, um, because that was such a that was such a cool like thing of seeing her and um, right you know her at the end saying hey look we need you guys to right my favorite line in that is she says you can either 
D uh, you can either um, die for for us or with uh, or with or right with us. You could you can die with everybody or you could die for everybody. For everybody, and then and, he goes, "That's I, an I nice enticing offer." <laughs> what? I loved his attitude about it because he was just like, "Uh, maybe we need to start over. Screw all of y'all." <laughs> yep, uh, definitely. I. I thought that was I don't hilarious. Want to save the human race. We're kind of screwed up. You know, look, I just wish I could see the Titans, you know, as they come out, you know, before they destroy everything. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, what is it? Uh, I, I was just, uh, I, I thought it was funny because she and like, she just wanted everybody to live. And, and I, I, this is sort of, okay. So it sort of happens to be one of the things that I always, always always get mad about is movies which end with them saving the world you know right. and and everything right like it, it it ends with oh, okay i'm gonna sacrifice myself right. and save the world and then you know and then nobody knows it happened or whatever right right here's a movie that goes that has the balls to say you know what fuck it we're gonna just <laughs> we're just gonna end it with a giant hand coming down and then just this yep. cabin in the woods there's no sequel there's no you know no, everybody died everybody over. died um, yeah. we, cho we chose not to save the world we chose violence today it's okay <laughs> um yeah so yeah it, it it's one of those things where I was, uh, you know, uh, I was just like, man, that's awesome. I love that. You know, <laughs> like I love having a movie where uh, it ends like that because right. like I said, you don't see it and you see the people doing that and it just pisses me off. Like I get so angry. I was thinking about it earlier today going, I really hope, I really hope they don't die and that they, right. you know. When Dana had the opportunity to shoot him, which she almost did because she's like holding the gun to him going, you know, it's either I kill you or we all die. It's the whole human race. And he's like, I thought you were my friend. She's like, it's the whole human race. And then he lets her get bitten by the werewolf. You know, the, eventually she's like, yeah, you know what? Screw it. Like they could have had her kill him and save the world. But uh, I'm glad that they went with the route of of her actually surviving the werewolf attack and then sitting there with him going, yeah, I just wish we could see it happen. Oh, well you know yeah light one up and there go yeah exactly um and i i don't know i just i just enjoyed this movie so much what was uh what was your favorite scene trying to think of the favorite scene because there's so many good um i mean like i want to say like probably probably when all the elevators open up and all the monsters come out, because I really enjoyed seeing all the different types of creatures. Um, and the fact that it was just absolute like bloodshed and you got to see all these cool things run around the office and just kill everybody, you know? Uh, mm -hmm. cause, cause that was, that was intriguing. Cause you're already kind of looking around when you see them in the elevators in the box, like, Oh, what is what's in there? What's in there? And then to see them all just kind of come out in a rampage and attack everybody. You got the weird clown, you got the bat demon, you got the giant snake, like seeing all the monsters just wreak havoc on all the, on all the like employees. Like, like I thought that was pretty cool. I know. So like, that was one of my favorite scenes too, because it it like before then when they are trapped in that one little box right it pulls right. back and you start seeing how many boxes that there are 
you know, oh, yeah. and you see so many people. So then when they get into that control room and they're like, you know, purge or whatever, yeah. and they let the let them start letting them out, the the, the <laughs> military people are going, and then all like, of a sudden uh-oh. they start hearing this thing. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then like everybody just comes out and starts right. killing them. Like, ah, right. You know, right? And, Try to- and that could have gone two different ways, too, though, because when when they were when they jumped through the, the grave and he was tweaking with the wires, he said, I found an elevator. There's no controls down there, but I can override it from up here. So they were taking mm-hmm. a risk by turning it on and jumping in it, not knowing what would happen to them and had, you know, um, Hadley and, and Stetterson not been watching them and found them in the elevator. They wouldn't, they would have been stuck in that elevator and put there in an exhibit with everybody else, you mm-hmm. know? So uh, if they weren't watching, trying to find them and, finish this you know they wouldn't have changed it to where you know they were released they would have been stuck in there for who knows how long yeah that would have been crazy <laughs> well yeah eventually they would have died of starvation and everything but yeah so so they, you know they thankfully they had to finish it out so uh, they found them pretty quick and let them out yep but and that scene where all those elevators just teeing and everybody's like, oh no, <laughs> like that yeah. was definitely. Then they just have to scene. shoot all the things, and you know, those the, some of those things could die easily. Some of them could not, you know. Right, um, and it seemed like they were really hard to kill if if they even were like because like the the redneck zombie family that came up to kill them. Yeah, he said he dismembered that one with a trowel, but even before that, they were trying to kill him, and it seemed like they were trying pretty hard with no success. Well, sh- okay, so they shot at the werewolf at one point, but like, kind of kill the werewolf because they don't have right. silver bullets. Right. Like, that's how you kill right. the werewolf. So, and, and even with the zombies, they weren't really attacking the brain, but there was one point where they were stabbing him in the face pretty hard. You think it would have gotten him a little more, but they seemed like they were really hard to kill. Yeah, there was a one point where they they release the zombies, but it's not normal zombie. It's so they're like all taking bets, and then one girl's like, "Right, I picked, but I, I picked zombie." Too. And then they're like, no, you pick or you pick regular zombies. This is torture family. Redneck zomb- torture family zombies. Yeah, yeah, this is different. This is a certain family of redneck zombies, you know, like not just regular zombies. <laughs> yeah, no, not just regular zombies. How dare, how dare you pick regular <laughs> zombies, you know, and stuff. So I don't know. Te- a technicality that I think, you know, but I yeah. guess he was like, it was like an elephant and an elephant seal, yeah. you know? And, I was uh, like, the, the new guy who was joining in, who was kind of like questioning things like, why are y'all taking bets on this? This seems a little wrong. I thought he would have maybe a bigger part, but he died pretty quick once all the monsters were released. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of these characters were pretty much just monster food. Um, yeah. And then supposed to be because, like, you know, the first act is the setup for everything. Right. The second act is all the craziness that ensues leading up to the third act, which is even crazier. Yeah, and I think his character was more there to ask questions so we would have the information, you know, because that if he wasn't there to be the new guy and be like, okay, so why are we doing this? Why is this happening? How else would they kind of explain all that to us? So it was kind of yeah. a way, I think, for them to do that by throwing this new guy in there who's questioning the morality I, and asking questions. It that never bothered me. You know, so he was a he was a, a necessary character to get that information from. Uh, he just seemed to die really quickly. 
Well, it never bothered me that he asked all those questions. Like oh, no. it, it sort of was like that just seemed normal, you know? Right. Like, right. Which the first day on the job, you're like, wait, so we're doing what now? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Is I this mean, real? I, I, you know, um, honestly, I don't know how you get a job like that, you know? Right. Like, um, I mean, because then all of a sudden you have to know that that every was it every year or something you know or whatever. i don't remember how often they do it but you know like they have to do the sacrifice otherwise these gods underneath destroy the world it, what would you do with that knowledge all of a sudden your reality would be broken how can you live a normal day knowing like like below the surface of the earth were actually these titans that would destroy the world if these things didn't happen like i, I would feel you wouldn't be able to live a normal life after that everything would be kind of like just jaded uh, it's so funny you pick these like uh you pick like satanic panic and then this and they're kind of similar in a sense like it's a ritual and like yeah. things don't go the way they're hoping it does because <laughs> like you know there's that one scene where they're all celebrating like they're like right. tequila yeah everything's going right oh we my goodness it. we did it and then all of a sudden they're like wait wait what you know like that guy's still alive uh-oh right you know and, and that's kind of a nice twist though like you said where where the where you know like the world actually does end like they don't get to save it. it's like they think that they completed their sacrifice and they summoned whoever they wanted to our peace whoever they wanted to and they're celebrating but no the victims are actually like ha huh, underdog i'm gonna come through and i'm gonna ruin all your plans i know, you know? well i mean he and he was the one the whole time just telling everybody like we're you know we're puppets this is just that's right something's going on here you know right. um and he was the one hearing voices of the little girl or whatever and right he actually could hear all the stuff that they were doing and see it more clearly whereas everybody else was under all the, the whatever they were pumping through the air and actually just falling for it whereas whatever was in his weed was keeping him clear mm -hmm. of that stuff yeah right and, and there's a. Uh... One of my, my favorite to be the stoner in the party sometimes, huh? <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite bits is because you know you see the movies and they read the they read the Latin, and then yeah. bad things happen when you read right. the Latin. And so he's like, "Don't read the Latin part." Right. Yeah. yeah. Very common sense. That's what that would be me. I was like, "You found a there's Latin. Why? How many movies have you seen? Why would you read it? Why?" Well, I'm I'm so glad they didn't do that cliche thing you see in all these movies. Where the person will go, um, well, haven't you seen a horror movie? You don't right. do this. They <laughs> right. never once say no. Mention, no, they they never I, once did that. I don't think I don't think they did. Did they mention like they felt like they were in a horror movie? I don't think they did. I don't think they really referenced um, that at all. Like there yeah. were plenty of opportunities where they could have, but they just didn't, you know. Because even when the cellar door popped open, all I could think of about was Evil Dead with Helena down in the basement and shit like that too, you know. Right, and all of a sudden, they they're like, nope, you know, we're not going to mention horror, uh, like horror films, because that's right. just too, that's too on the nose. And the typical thing for like indie films or whatever are, is to mention uh horror films like oh my god this sounds like i'm in a bad b movie and stuff like that right. <laughs> and you know this didn't do that and i applaud that because it still 
you know, they had every moment in the world, especially when the zombies were attacking, to right. go, oh my god, this feels like I'm in a fucking horror movie. And right. they didn't. They just acted like, what if this situation were to happen? What yeah. would you do, you know, in this situation? So, like, even he's, you know, even one guy says we should stick together. And they're like, no, 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 right. no, we need, we need to change that, you know, right? But right. like, he's, he's like, no, we need, we need to make him change his mind and make them split up. So let's give him this, this chemical. So he's like, wait, never mind. <laughs> it's a bad idea to go, to go together. We should split up, right? You know, which was so funny because, and everybody was like, yeah. And I think, and, and the one dude, the stoner guy's like, no, what? No. That's no, no. Let's right? all go to our own rooms, and then they lock them in their rooms. I know, and he's he's the only one the whole time because he's immune to all this stuff. We don't right. know that. He's like, he, he, and he's just like, um, and and then when he does get locked in this room, you know, and he breaks that lamp, he finds the camera, and he's like, wait, am I on a re- reality TV show? Yeah. Like that's I that's was what it was. Though, when, when he said that and he got grabbed by the zombie, I was like, so if he thinks he's on a reality TV show, though, would he be hesitant to kill the zombies thinking they're act? Or would he be thinking that he's still fighting for his life and trying to kill him? You know, like, like that would be a weird mindset to be in is is thinking all of a sudden, what if what if these are actors and you're on a TV show and it's not real and then being afraid to hurt somebody and getting yourself killed because of that? Mm, I don't know. I think if you were on a reality TV show and they had people pretending to be zombies attack you, then you have every right in the world to still attack back. Oh, you yeah, know, you because... definitely do. But I'm just wondering, like, what would what would have gone through his head at that moment being like fight or flight? You know, like, is are these real people? Are these actually zombies? Like, but once they actually started trying to hurt you, that's definitely where you're, you know, I would, even if they were actors, if, if, they almost killed me. I would definitely almost like I would definitely get them back. You right. know, I wish they would have showed us because, um, you know, they like they wanted to give the illusion that after he was drug out of that window and stuff that he was killed and even showed his blood going through the things they're collecting the blood and and even made even the, the employees thought, oh, the fool is gone. Time to move on to the next kill. Uh, I guess what's weird though too though is they collected his blood and moved on but technically he didn't die but his kill still counted towards the ritual which is weird because he didn't actually die so that's a little I don't know well, about that. I mean because his blood went through it right, right. but still he but lost he still some blood but he didn't right. di- he, didn't, he die. didn't die like they thought he did so when you think the whole thing would be botched in the first place when they realized that he didn't actually die but you know I guess, I guess you know, well, the idea was that like, okay, he just had to, to die. Like, yeah, because just... some of them had to be in order and some of them didn't, it seemed, you know. Well, um, I thought it all had to be in order, but uh, that's what I was but thinking then... too. But because they had the they had the the whole they said the first the girl had to die. She was supposed to like she right. had to die. And first. then the, the virgin didn't necessarily have to die as long as she was the last one alive, you know. So Which, it was... like so what if he had killed her? Right. That, I and guess he it survived. would be okay. I guess it I don't think I don't think the ritual will be complete though unless he died. Um I think she was the only one that was optional. So I think I think she could it didn't just didn't matter if she lived or died as long as she was the last survivor if she did live. Um, so like if she had killed if she had killed him 
she she would she could have lived. It wouldn't have mattered how she lived or died after that, long as everybody else was dead. Before I don't know. Her. I think all of them had to die. I think all of them well, had to die. That's what they were saying, though. They said that the virgin was optional as long as she was a lot. You know, long as uh, everybody else was okay. dead, that she could she could live. But uh, that was just kind of that didn't happen. Yeah, it was just one of those things where you kind of had to think about what they were saying, though, of like, okay, but I mean, like, they got his sacrifice, but technically he didn't die, so then they had to go back and kill him. But uh, I wish what I was trying to get to is I wish that they would have shown him killing that zombie with a trowel, though. I kind of would like to have seen that, because they showed the remains and stuff, and him like, I killed the zombie with the thing. I was like, ooh, I kind of wish I would have seen that. <laughs> I do, too. Uh, there's a couple things, like, I mean... They kind of keep cutting back into the, uh, what is it, the, the government stuff going right. on. So there are a couple of things where they could have probably kept it going and then went back to there. But, they, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, all in all, I mean, throughout it, I was just like, oh, my God, this is happening. This is happening. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? What? It's one of those movies you kind of ha- you have to watch more than once because when you watch it the first time, you're like oh okay and then when you watch it again you can watch it in the mindset knowing um what they're actually doing uh and i i feel like you get you get to enjoy it twice that way in two different mindsets well also you look and you see probably things you never like the only reason i'd want to watch it again is for seeing all the different creatures that they have Mm -hmm. because they go so fast with everybody and uh it, it you know, like they have the clown who apparently the guy doesn't shoot, the person doesn't shoot him in the face and the head, which they should have shot him in the head. They just kept shooting him in the, the chest. And I'm like, yeah, shoot him in the fucking head, you know? And of course, he I comes wonder in. why he wasn't going down. I was like, is he a supernatural clown? Because he was shot quite a bit. Well, he was. He was, he was, he was their Pennywise, I believe. You know, Probably. like I think he was the Pennywise. Like you said, there's there's very Cenobites, yeah. there's uh the strangers people. Um, I don't know who the ballerina, the ballerina chick was original and, and different. I thought that was yeah. pretty you got your werewolf, you got your zombies, you yeah, know. the redneck family zombies, you know, mm-hmm. um the ones who own that diary, the girl who owns that diary and she was tortured by, you know, people or whatever. Um we forgot to mention though, like Chris Hemsworth's death was fucking weird. Um, oh yeah. So they have some kind of like force field or something, right? Yeah. And so he tries to jump with his uh, uh, what is it? Uh, the the motorcycle, ATV, like, motorbike. Yeah, motorbike. And he goes and jumps, and it goes. Bam! Right into yep. some kind of force field and he, thing, and he just bounces all the way down. Sparks going and stuff like yeah. that. That watch this, like I, you know, of course I know it's gonna happen. I just watched it. It's definitely one of those moments where you're like, oh no, <laughs> like that smack. You're just like, oh god. Well, even when you're watching it, you're just like, you know, even if you hadn't seen it, like I hadn't seen it in a while, so I forgot. But I was like, this can't be good. Like <laughs> the way they're setting this up, I, I remembered it was going to happen, and I was waiting for it. And it, even earlier in the movie, they show the bird. They show the bird doing it. So uh, they kind of show the force field earlier when they they drove the RV through the through the tunnel, and the bird tried to fly and hit the hit the barrier as well. Yeah. So yeah. it was very much almost like Truman Show ish, where it's like they're watching these people and have them kind of enclosed in this little reality. You know, it was it was pretty cool. 
I, know, I liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's it's one of those movies that, like, yeah, you said you can watch it over and over again and kind of pick up new things each time. Right. And I think the uh, I think the Blu-ray actually has like commentary and other stuff for special features. I just have I didn't yeah. I didn't explore it as much as I should have. Yeah, so. I had kind of one of those cheapo five dollar bin DVD copies of it, so I didn't get any special perks or anything like that. Yeah, I think I think it does. I, I could be wrong. It might not have it in this because this is the three three disc one. But um, you know, it it's one of those movies that like, oh, it, it must have it because there's and it must have it on yours too, maybe. Um, because it uh, they mentioned uh, in like the DVD mentions the commentaries and how apparently this was Joss Whedon and Drew Goddard's like. A mercy movie because at that point they they had just done a bunch of different stuff they were i think they were part of serenity aka you know firefly they were part of all these different projects and they weren't getting any work at that time like nothing was happening so they were like they shut themselves in a uh like i don't know if they did a cab that would have been funny if they actually shut themselves in a cab i think it was a hotel and they made uh and they basically wrote uh, for three days straight, you know, or whatever this idea, you know, and made the script. Um, yeah. So it's amazing to think that this movie, I, I, I don't know how many times it's been rewritten since then, but the first draft being three, three days, I can do that by myself. Uh, I, I don't think I could do that with another person. But I'm sure it was fun throwing these ideas around because you could be like, oh, so what if there's this mermaid man or or what if oh, what if he really wants to see it and gets killed by it? Like I could see uh, I could see two people just shooting these really cool ideas back and forth. You're like, like, you know, because it's one of those movies where it's it's a fun movie. So you can have these comical things and oh, well, what if what if the stoner lives? You know, like I, right. I think that would be a fun writing process for a movie like this. Well, I think, you know, and I, it's interesting to say that because I think that's, you know, the idea of a really good script, right? Of really like one of the best scripts or whatever are movies that you don't know where they're going to go, right? Yeah. You don't know if they're going to be, uh, if the people are going to live, if they're going to die, if, if the killer is going to catch them this time, if it's not going to catch them at all, you know, you have no idea, right? So you watch this movie and you're like, the whole time you're on your edge of your seat going what the hell is going on like what's gonna happen next <laughs> right. and when you first watch it right obviously right. when you see it like two or three times you kind of start um you, to get you're piecing your, it all together yeah you are you you remembered things but right. uh you know i i, I mean I, this is like the second time i've seen so i remember there was the government you know right. but it's been so long since i'd seen it that i was like uh what happened like what, what's going what, like i don't remember this uh this stuff which is great um i like that um so why so i watch it because i don't think i've seen it since it first came out like oh, wow. i think i think i i rented it when it first came mm -hmm. out probably on netflix or something and then i was like this is a fucking amazing movie because i don't think i would i definitely did not go to the theater to watch this i would remember that um I would definitely remember that, you know. Yeah, see, I've seen it a few times, so I remembered everything that was happening. But it had also been a little while, at least a year or so. So it, it was. It's always nice rewatching it though, because like I said, that first time you watch it, you don't know what's going to happen, so you're just kind of in the state of 
what did I just watch? What just happened? Was that, did that just really happen? Like you have to, it's a lot to take in. So watching it multiple times is highly recommended. Definitely. And so it was, you know, it's one of those movies that I'm just like, this was, you know, you watch it the the one time you want to watch it again and again and again, and eventually, you know, um, so I don't know. I, I, like, I was pleasantly surprised, I guess that like, uh, especially the ending i forgot about the ending um i'm pretty sure i've seen it all the way to the end but i might not have you know because uh i i I didn't i i no no i did because i remember sigourney weaver coming at the end i remember her showing up but then again you said she's done this it seems like she's done this before times I, i can't name the movies right now but it's always kind of one of those key cards to kind of have sigourney weaver be the 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 voice you hear where it's like management calling you going, um, did you do what you were supposed to be doing? Don't make me come down there, you know? And she even kind of had that voice. Finding, she did that in finding Dory too, though, which I thought was a cute th- parents for a kid's movie at the aquarium. She was the overhead voice. Um, and then they did a little directing scene where they had to direct them through like these shafts and stuff. And it looked almost like an alien reference. And she's always nice. got those cute little little cameo voices and stuff. And if you're in the Horkmead, you know her voice. You hear her voice and you're like, oh no, they got Sigourney. Sigourney's coming. Don't piss off her. Like, Don't she, piss Sigourney I, off. No, she's she's definitely a you know one of the big scream queens and big well-known names. And you know, like she's a she's a trademark man. Absolutely. And I love her. I adore her. I I you know, we need more Sigourney Weaver movies. Um I think if I'm correct, she's in like uh and I mean this has been out for a while, so it's not a spoiler, but she's like in a briefly in uh the new uh Ghostbusters afterlife movie and oh, stuff. I'm sure she is. Well, I mean, Ghostbusters was a big part of her, you know, career, but uh, I was so scared because it didn't come to like the end. And and I remember seeing that she was in it. I was like, where's Squirrelly? You know, (laughs) I'm like getting frustrated. Um, But I love that. I love that franchise. And I think they are doing really good with that uh, now. They're back. Um, uh, But, you know, and, and speaking of that's a horror film lovers thing, because that's that's what got me into horror was ghostbusters the original um so anyway uh but i'm very happy like when i when you pick this i was like okay i own it so i can easily watch it you know it was a movie i own too so it was one of those months where it's like well it's my pick and you know what i didn't pick it yeah i didn't pre-pick it was like what's another movie that i really like i was like oh we both love this movie. We both have it and, it. and it's a killer movie. So like, yeah, why didn't we think of this one before? So I was like, let's do it. Yep. And so it's funny because this season is an interesting season because we're going to, uh, we're going to do 12 episodes, but generally speaking, we do 10. So we're going to do 10 the next season and next season, but we are going to do 12. So this would normally, since I think this is the 10th episode, mm-hmm. this would normally be the uh, last episode of the season, but we got two extra seasons this year um i don't know i don't know what don't ask me why i picked that as the season but uh i just wanted to you know give us a chance to to do that and i think uh i think that's good uh that this is the 20th 
uh, one, not the 20th one we've done, because I think we, there's two before you came to be a solid co-host yeah. of. Uh, yeah, and we, like I said, we got two more for this year. The next one uh, I haven't seen yet, which is going to be Oculus. So that's going to be a new watch for me. And then, you know, for the I got that coming on Blu-ray to be like, I ordered that today. <laughs> right? So I'm like. It's coming in like October 12th. So I'm like, all right, I'll have that before. You have it. Perfect timing. And yeah, then, perfect uh, timing. We're going to end our holiday season with a Christmas movie, watching Krampus, which is another one of the favorites that I own, which I've seen a million times. So I'll be happy to talk about that one. I'm excited. And you have to pick the next ones too, because I've already picked mine for the next yep. we're gonna three work seasons. On our list, work on our list for the next seasons and uh, get some good ones out there. Yeah, for hopefully hopefully we'll keep doing this for next at least three like my idea is five seasons is generally a pretty good amount for first stuff or whatever unless it's mm-hmm. indie film cafe is going to keep going for as long as possible uh but that's sort of how all of these started anyway so it's kind of our right. our, our baby um if we quit that i don't know what you know the, you know what we can even do but uh but the uh rest of it um all the other ones uh, that we had. And I forget, I told you, I showed you this earlier, but I picked this up. Yes. Uh, John loved got himself ones. a copy of The Loved Ones at his uh, local dollar store. Uh, and, dollar uh, Tree had it. And I looked at it and I was like, wait, I don't think I own it yet. Because I know, I mean, we saw it. Yeah. But I, I think I rented it or something online. Yeah, if I see a good copy of it out pretty cheap, I'll grab it too. Because um, that is one, you know, it's one of my favorites. You, I really enjoyed it, which is why it was on my list. So. How did you How did you see it the last time? Um, When we did the podcast or when I first yeah, saw it? Yeah, when, when we did, did the, the podcast, podcast. I want to say I, I watched it on, um, not Tubi, but that other, that Pluto, Pluto TV. Oh, okay. Uh, Pluto TV had it. Had to watch some commercials, but I, I think I had to there. do it. That's where I think I see. I see it. Yeah, I, told I me can't it was on remember there. how I watched it the first time. Um, you know, like my ex was a big horror movie guy, so it just may have been one of the ones that when it was released, it was on our list of stuff to watch, and um, stumbled across it and remembered it. Um, I was just like, I saw it at the Dollar Tree, and I'm like. Oh, that means people are gonna <laughs> buy it like Good. other people who have not probably doesn't even don't even know anything right. about that movie are gonna be like you know what's this movie it looks like a horror film i'll that's perfect for October. I'll pick it up. Yeah. And, well, good. and I wanted to yeah. get in the uh, hands of more people because it is, it is a pretty good underrated movie, uh, Australian movie. Um, and if y'all haven't listened to our podcast on the loved ones yet, make sure you please go back do. And and especially if it. you've already seen it, if you haven't seen it, uh, please go watch buy it, it from Dollar Tree <laughs> and right. watch it because I think it, it, it was shockingly i'd never heard of it that's the beauty of this show is there's right. there's show there's movies that we have heard of that we both have heard of and we both love and then sometimes there's ones you've heard of and maybe you don't love but maybe i love and then there's ones that you love and i've never heard of and we you know what i mean that kind of thing right so, right and there you know sometimes there's also ones that we remember really liking so we pick them and then we watch them and we're like it's a little different than I remember. <laughs> exactly. But it's I still, I mean, I, I don't think so far, I don't think there's anything I didn't like, you know, like even like, especially like 
because you know we we both i think have this a similar taste when it comes to horror especially with horror comedy you know and stuff so i know there are horror comedies we're gonna we're gonna really like but like we just did your next you know if you guys have not listened to that episode please do um but we did your next and we're gonna do you know a bunch of other movies that are a little bit more i don't know more popular and stuff which I, I try not to do too much of that because, you know, right? Right. And yeah, because you don't want to, you don't want to do stuff that everybody else is already doing. Right. You know? That's why, because there are a few movies that I would consider my favorite. You know, that I, I'm a little hesitant to do just because they're they're more widely known. Um, but you never know. We may throw throw one or two in, as long as it's not everyone. You know. Well, it's funny because a lot of these are like the newer movies of like 2000s and up. And uh, I mainly did that specifically because I have 80s horror films and right. I have 90s horror films. And this is like my 2000 horror films, you right. know, kind of show without calling it that because that's that sounds <laughs> terrible. Um, but horror film lovers. So then and right. then horror blood and coffee, which I also do is more new, new, new stuff like, you know, coming out this year and and 2022 2021 kind of thing so those are you know that's i love that um uh next next season we will have uh more special guests that's my plan is to start adding people on there uh you know i'm gonna start you know uh asking people by uh the thing but what i want to let everybody know is we've got november december and then we're going to take a two-month break, um, and then we'll come back in March and do March to December. So uh, should be a good, good time. And it'll be there with 80s horror films, 90s horror films, Hooked on Hitchcock, all the shows. We'll be back next uh, season as planned. I don't know. You know, and until Sarah gets sick of me and then <laughs> it's like, I'm done with the show or you know uh, it's only once a month you know like it's fine <laughs> it's when i start asking her can you do this show can you do that right. show and she's like god jonathan you're 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 killing me smalls you're killing me um but yeah uh you know so it's it's fun it's right. but we know. got we got two more episodes to go and then we'll be two month hiatus and then we'll be back uh but overall like i think to wrap it up i think this movie you know is one that i really enjoy you really enjoy i recommend watching it more than once to catch everything in it um and it was just a fun movie yeah i think you know it's one of those films i could definitely watch over and over again uh even knowing all the stuff that's going on because i think it's more fun knowing yeah, i do too and it's a good movie you know where if somebody recommend be like hey what movie do you want to watch tonight and they haven't seen it throw it on uh did you watch it with cody oh yeah he's the one that owned it oh, <laughs> it was one okay. of his favorites <laughs> there you go uh i was gonna say so hey, there you go he, he watched it with you um i did not watch it with anybody i watched it by myself um <laughs> but that was fun um you know because it's, it's it's a movie that like i could I could see myself watching this by myself, like oh, being yeah. sick or something and being like, what's on and what can I put on now? I'll, Cause I hadn't seen it in so long and I didn't remember a lot, you know, now I know like, Hey, uh, I really like that. Let me watch it like once a year or something, you know? Right. Um, we'll see if that happens. Cause 
I don't watch. I, it doesn't seem like I watch anything that I'm not reviewing. You know, uh, well, you are constantly reviewing stuff, so I can see yeah. you not being able to fit normal viewing onto your schedule. <laughs> well, my normal viewing is TV shows, and even that right now, I've started the Hollywood Boulevard mm-hmm. uh, YouTube channel. Uh, so everybody, you can check out the Hollywood uh, Hollywood Boulevard YouTube channel, um, and it has it'll have more like TV shows and movies and. Uh, Hollywood stuff you know in there but so now when I watch it it's like okay I'm watching this to possibly review it later you know when I'll, when I'm done with it you know yeah I just did like the Law and Order uh, premiere that they had mm-hmm. and stuff where they had SVU organized crime and Law and Order together like in one case so they were all like three episodes all each of the different shows connected. I thought it was amazing. Um, <laughs> so I was like, you know, I'll, I'll review that. I'm going to review, be reviewing Dahmer with Jackie Hall. Going to be just reviewing. can't watch anything without reviewing it. That, well, it just seems like a waste. You know, right. if I watch something like, why am I watching this? You know, to now I got to review it. <laughs> I'm going to watch, uh, I'm going to do the Munsters too. Yeah, I just watched it yesterday. I'm going to watch it and I think we're, I, I know I want to have at least a video of it for uh Harblen coffee because mm-hmm. it is a, uh, with uh, Sam probably reviewing it uh, because I, otherwise I just feel like why the fuck that, especially if it's terrible, like then I just wasted my time watching something terrible, you know, but if I like review it, at least something came out of watching something terrible or boring or whatever. And I, I don't know what you thought of the monsters. I don't know if you want to say what you thought of the monsters, <laughs> but uh, I'm not a huge Rob Zombie fan. I like a couple of his things, but all, and I collect all of them. I right. have and it's hit, it's hit and miss for me because one of my favorite movies is House, Thoughts and Corpses, which one of the reasons why I haven't done it on this podcast is because it is more of a popular movie mm-hmm. um, and Devil's Rejects, but um, Devil's Rejects is my favorite those are my two classics and after that you know like things i think we could do devil's rejects if you ever want to i mean yeah we might we might pick pick one of those for uh you know for another season Um, season. that's up to you Uh, i already picked mine so i'm done unless uh, unless we keep going from season five where 2025 i didn't even notice that by the way 2000 and um 2022 right is the second mm-hmm. season so season three oh. will be 2023 fourth perfect 24 lineup. yeah it's a perfect lineup like perfect i didn't lineup. even realize that i was like because i think because we started the show in 2020 and and ended it in 2021 that i never noticed that it was going to keep going like that so yeah very cool um very cool worked yep. out just just perfectly on that one all right. Well, I guess that about wraps it up. Um, yeah. So if you guys, uh, there'll be links at the bottom for different things. If you want to check out uh, Indie Film Cafe, uh, that's where we do a lot of our stuff. Uh, the pot being there. Um, also, we've got uh, Patreon, uh, where for one dollar, only one dollar, you get a uh, you'll get a Patreon only review at the end, the last Friday of every month. Uh, we will review a movie. Have you? been on that yet i, wanna I say. don't think so no yeah i don't i don't honestly don't know i can't keep up i don't think you have yet but i don't think i have not yet you know there's still there's still time um <laughs> you know we're gonna be doing that as well as paul says as long as people pay us we'll do it 
Right. You know, so give us a dollar. You know, you can listen. The uh, one we just did was Birdemic 2, The Resurrection. Oof, that was rough. So that'll come out tomorrow, which will be Friday, but uh, not tomorrow when this is released because this will be released on Wednesday, the first Wednesday of the month. Um, so thank you guys for checking this out. Also, check out IndieFilmCafe.reviews, which is our uh, website, or SickFlickProductions.com, which has some of the uh, podcast stuff. So until then, until next until week, then. where we're going to be doing Oculus. Oculus. That'll be All fun. Right. Can't All wait. Right. Have a good one, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye.